0: The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for all the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better NBA, college basketball, and the NHL. They got you covered on all the sports. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you never miss a pick. SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. That's right, no vig betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at BetterEdge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R Edge.com promo code SGP. Welcome, everybody, to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, happy Friday to all the DGens out there. Thanks to those of you in the locker room right now for joining us live. Uh, appreciate your patronage. I thought we would start by talking about the uh, – while we wait for some more people to come in the room, let's talk about the odds to trade for Andre Drummond and the odds to trade for uh, Blake Griffin's next team's uh, I think that's interesting. And then we'll jump into a nine-game slate tonight, preview every game, talk about picks, take around an hour. Uh, let's start with Andre Drummond. It looks like the Raptors are favored at plus 225 to trade for him. Then we go Mavericks at plus 300, Celtics plus 400, Hornets plus 550, Knicks plus 550, Nets plus 700. Moon, have you have any leans on where Andre Drummond is going or where you would put money on? Um, I I think, um, I think Raptors make a lot of
1: sense, right? Because they don't have a true big man inside. Um, you know, I don't think Baines has worked out for them quite as they thought they would when they picked him up. Um, so obviously Raptors make a lot of sense for him. Um, but I think it'll be one of the contenders and I think Brooklyn makes a lot of sense too. Right. But the last I read about Drummond is that he didn't want to come to a buyout that he just wanted to get traded. So I'm not sure if, the Nets have the salary cap room for him to get on that team. Um, so
0: it's going to be tough for the Nets to take him because they're so, I mean, the teammates are so in love with Deandre Jordan starting there, you know, I think it'd be tough for Drummond and Jordan to get much time together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the
1: teams that need Drummond too. Right. But I think, uh, if, if, if I had to pick two teams, it would definitely be the Raptors and, um, Boston also makes a lot of sense um, for him because, again, you know, those are the two teams that don't have that rim protection inside or a guy that can get them rebounds um, on a consistent basis night in the night out.
0: Yeah. Any thoughts about the Mavericks at plus 300? Uh, I mean, to play alongside Kristaps, uh, that'd be kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, and that, that's another team that you know doesn't have that big man, right? So that that would make a lot of sense. And you know, with Luca driving to the basket, you know, he could throw up a couple of lobs or or just dump it over to Drummond to you know get that easy two points. So um, you know that that's why Raptors and Mavericks are the two favorites. So and you know, um, Mark Cuban is a guy that's going to go out and get players that Rick Carlisle needs on on his team, whether it's a big need or. or um, another wing player, but Drummond uh, would be a great fit for Dallas, also.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, I, li- I really like the idea of him on the Raptors. Uh, could be a trade of Norman Powell because I know he's expiring at the end of the year, and yeah. maybe some young, maybe some younger players, maybe some draft picks. Because I'm sure that's what Detroit is looking for. Yeah, for sure. For Cleveland, um, right? What's that? Uh,
1: Cleveland, right? He's on Cleveland. They said Detroit.
0: Oh, sorry. That's what. Yeah. Uh, I still think sometimes that he's I'm Detroit getting up mixed yeah. up with I'm getting with uh, mixed up with the next topic of uh, Blake Griffin. Uh, yeah. I'm seeing the odds for Blake Griffin where he goes is uh, Thunder plus three hundred, Heat plus three fifty, Celtics plus four fifty, Hornets plus six hundred, Lakers plus six hundred. Um, I'm kind of surprised that the Lakers are that low in odds, but. Um, yeah. I was reading that the OKC makes the most sense for him since they can absorb his contract and he mm-hmm. played in mm-hmm. OKC for college one year. So his connection mm-hmm. there. Um, would you put money on OKC? I think for a trade wise,
1: what Detroit might be looking for as far as assets and, and a team that can um, take on Blake Griffin um, yeah, I, I actually would put it on Thunder. And Is he expi- is his uh, contract expiring? No,
0: I think he's still got another couple of years, doesn't he? Oh, um, I'll have to check that. Let's see if it's in. Because <laughs> uh, the Cougars have given him a long contract before they traded him away. Yeah,
1: I think he's over $38 million next season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah, obviously Thunder make a lot of sense. I think the Al Horford deal or his big contract got traded to uh, Thunder from uh, Philly. Uh, that's a team that has a lot of salary caps, so um, it makes sense. You know, He went to college there at, at Oklahoma, and um, like I said, Thunder had the assets to trade for him, and what Detroit's looking for, that makes a lot of sense. Um guess some of the Miami, they have some space also.
0: I, I think that would be interesting yeah, they're to fit at, next to uh, Bam. Yeah, they're at plus 350. Uh, they've yeah. been struggling, although they won last night, but they've been uh, on a, quite a losing streak. Let's see, him next to Bam... Uh, to go along with a starting lineup of, what, uh, heroes, yeah, Jared Butler, and, I don't know, maybe Nunn or Duncan Robinson. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if that really moves the needle for them or not. Yeah, I mean, it just gives them another scoring option on, on that starting lineup.
1: And, uh, and I'm watching Jimmy Butler the past couple games. He seems like he's kind of taking on that facili- uh, facilitator role yeah. for this team you know he's averaging almost close to triple double. so having another guy that can score the basketball for you I think that would help Miami also and they do have a slot my... available
0: yeah but here's my question is Blake Griffin at this point in his career any better than Kelly Olenek <sighs> I think so I'm not an Olenek fan no, I I'm mean, really not. No, literally nobody is a Le- Olenek fan. Not even yeah. Kelly Olenek is a fan of himself. <laughs> but what I, I mean, he's been playing all right. He he's good from outside, and Blake can't mm-hmm. jump. I, I I was really surprised. Uh, I was talking to Sean Green about this the other day mm-hmm. that because uh, 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 Ben, uh, oh, i sorry, uh, Bill Simmons had oh. mentioned this on his podcast that uh, Blake hasn't dunked in a year and a half. He can't even get up to the rim. I'm not sure if he's like saving his legs to get to a container or a
1: contender and just kind of go off from there or, or what the case might be but yeah I mean what he's 32 now right so I don't know yeah. how many seasons he has left under under his under his belt so I think he would probably prefer getting to a contender um, even though thunder are the most logical place where he can end up. Um, as far as absorbing his contract, but you know, Miami, Boston, we take a look at. So yeah, like you mentioned, Lakers are kind of high on this list. Um, at plus six hundred, uh Blazers are an interesting team for him also, especially with all the injuries that they've been dealing with and the lack of a
0: front court. So you know, yeah, I'd be that interested. would be interesting. I'd be a little more interested for the Blazers to take on uh, Drummond. They're plus 850 to grab drummond uh i mean with the nurk injury does it make sense for them to have drummond come in there and and be a stopgap for them until nurk comes back and even if they lose drummond at the end of the season
1: yeah i i don't think i don't think cleveland will be looking for too much to get um for drummond if that makes sense you know with portland um I'm not sure where they could give up uh, as far as a young asset or a couple of draft picks or or something of that combination, but um, you know you don't have to worry about scoring with Drummond, right? You have Damian Lillard when CJ McComb comes back, one of the prolific backcourts. So having that interior anchor, where you know again rebounding rim protection is is what they've been lacking, um, and then you have Cantor coming in would um, come in behind him, and you know he's a great rebounder for them also, so. Um, you know, I think Drummond is one of those guys that if you put him on any team, he, he he would he would be a good fit because a lot of these teams that are in contention for making that playoff push or possibly the
0: title, they need that interior rim protection. Yeah, I really like the idea of him just surround in and- Uh, in Portland surrounded by three-point shooters because Gary Trent has just taken it to the next level, too. So I could see... And and then Mello still has his night. So uh, that would be interesting, but you're right. I don't know if they have the assets to to get him from Cleveland. Um, So definitely uh, keep an eye on that. And if you guys want to put any money on it, I do like Griffin to go to the Thunder at plus 300. And I guess Drummond for uh the mavericks or the raptors at plus 225 and plus 300 are probably your best bets. Uh let's go. We have some more guys in here. Uh thanks to Gavin Shane. Shane we have two Shane. Shane and Shane, John, Jake, uh Brad and Boofer for being in the locker room today. Again, this is NBA Gambling Podcast live on Locker Room. If you guys want to request to speak, just hit us up. You can give us your picks, ask questions. Tell us any trends. Uh, Maybe you can ask some advice from Munaf on how he keeps his beard so awesome. (laughs) Uh, You know, we're we're here to talk about whatever you guys want. And uh, we'll be here for the next hour or so. Uh, First game on the slate, we've got Golden State Warriors minus four and a half. At Orlando Magic, I'm seeing a total of 224. Looks like Draymond is questionable. Uh, the Warriors were able to beat Miami in overtime without him on Wednesday. Uh, the to- total of miamis I'm sorry, total of Golden State's last four games. Let's see. The total has gone under. Sorry. I can't read today. Under four of Golden State's last six games have gone under, and they are four and one straight up in their last five games. Uh does this lean, line feel too short for you? Didn't they roll on Magic or like a, a, a week ago or something like that? Uh, yeah, they, they won
1: 111-105 against uh, Orlando. Okay, that's while. not Back as much of a drubbing yeah. as I remember it. Yeah, I think uh, Curry gave him that drubbing. Uh, he had 40 points, and he was 10 of 19 from three-point land. Um, I don't – yeah, Draymond did play in that game, so – uh, they didn't have Looney in that game. Wiseman obviously has been out. Yeah. But, um, um, Evan Fournier's back, I believe, for Orlando, and I think that's a significant boost for them on the offensive side of the basketball, where they Orlando really struggled all season. Um, in the last game, Terrence Ross had a good game against New York, where they got the W. But the line does feel a little short here. But Orlando is three and six as home underdogs. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I would probably go with Golden State because they are the hot hand right now. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they've kind of figured things out.
0: I feel that. And maybe some uh, Curry shooting props or uh, some three-point shots, some points props perhaps. Uh, yeah. I was looking at Curry, last time.
1: Yeah, over 30.5 points seems a little short for what Curry's been doing lately. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like we're just waiting for Orlando to sell off parts at this point. I'm hearing Mo Bamba trade rumors, Vooch trade rumors, Aaron Gordon. I mean, I feel like we've been hearing Gordon trade rumors for the last decade, even though he's only been in his seventh season. So uh, well remains to be seen, but the Magic just seem like a sad team. Any uh, player props that really uh, stick out to you besides Curry in this game? Um,
1: Maybe Vucevic rebounding uh, props. You know, he had a big game against them last time. Uh, I believe he had almost 17 boards last time against uh, Golden State. Let me pull that up here real yeah, quick. Yeah, and it
0: could be even better if, uh, if Draymond's if draymond Draymond's out, yeah. So yeah. he had yeah
1: 25 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists. So maybe 8 points, uh, points rebounds, and assists for Vucevic uh, might be an angle to look at tonight. I like it.
0: Okay, John, what do you got uh, on this game?
2: Uh, the only one I'm really... Looking at is Steph Curry shooting props, but like it's not being shown. Um, is that the same for you guys right now? Is this more of like we got to wait toward game time to see uh, his props show up? You saw one right,
0: Munroff. It was thir- uh, over yeah. 30 and a half points, yeah. For one of my Curry? books
1: he's at uh points at 30 and a half, uh, three point uh, field goals made is at five and a half. Okay. Yeah, I I think most of a lot of the books might be waiting for Draymond to see if he's playing on, and there might be an adjustment. I think that's the reason.
2: Man, just last game alone against, you know, Miami, he shot, jacked up 23s and only made five. You know? I know. He's gotta get,
0: he's gotta get hotter than that in this game.
2: So I wanna target that, but that's really the only thing I'm really looking at. So that's really it. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Thanks for that, man. Uh, this, it oh op- this line opened at Warriors minus five and a half. It's down to four and a half now, as I mentioned. And I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing sharp money heavy, heavy on the Warriors. So uh, that line, uh, I don't know. I could, sure I could go back to five and a half. Not sure, but uh, something to keep in mind. Moving on, we have uh, the Nuggets minus eight and a half at the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm seeing a total of two twenty five. And a half, Denver will be missing Millsap, Gary Harris, Dozier, and Will Barton is questionable. Denver's really been struggling 2-6 and six against the spread in their last eight, although the over is hitting 10, and 14, uh, 10 of their last 14 times, so they're still scoring a lot of points. And uh, they are 0-5 against the spread on the road, of their last five games on the road, so they have not been playing as well on the road. Uh, Cleveland, though, is struggling even more. They have uh, lost their last ten games against the spread and lost their last eight games straight up uh, since they st- started sitting. Drummond, uh, they've been even worse. So, Munaf, what are you seeing in this game? Yeah, Cleveland's given up one hundred and twenty-six points per
1: game over their last eight games. So that's not, you know, going to get you W's. I think they last played, uh, uh, I think last week, and you know, Denver absolutely pounded them one hundred. 133 to 95, but I believe uh Millsap played in that game. He scored 22. Barton had 16 in that game. Uh, Porter had 19 in that game, and uh, they didn't have to get much from Jokic and Murray in that game. They both combined for 20 points. But a lot of those guys are out. What Millsap is out tonight, right? He said. Yeah, uh,
0: that's Barton. what I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Barton's questionable. He's questionable. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't have much for this game. I feel like eight and a half might be too many points, especially with Denver on the road here. I know they've been struggling um, on this road trip here. They lost to Boston by, what, 13, and they lost by two to the Wizards, so uh, I would lean towards uh, the Cavs tonight uh, with the points at home, but you know, not much for me here.
0: Yeah. Heavy money this morning coming in on the Nuggets, which moved the line from minus eight to minus eight and a half. Uh, Something to keep in mind, but yeah, I mean, Cleveland has just been so bad. I have trouble betting on them even with the eight and a half points um, i do really like the over here it feels a little low for 225 or 226 uh the over has gone over four of cleveland's last five games as you mentioned they're not playing defense anymore they were earlier in the season i think people think of them still as a defensive team because because they were earlier the early in the season but uh last five games yeah they're just giving up tons of points uh john you have anything here
2: yeah i'm looking at darius garland over 16 and a half points um with Drummond Out last game, he shot or he shot 20 shots, you know, in that game. And so the opportunity and the attempts are going to be there, I think. And so I don't mind, you know, putting, you know, a little lean on the over 16 and a half. It's, it's at minus 125 in my book. So, you know, I'll take a look at that just because right. of
0: Drumming Out. Yep. Uh, sounds good Uh Muno, any thoughts on that one or any other player props or bets to look at on this one
1: yeah i mean we might be trying to look at Jokic props here tonight again uh, especially if some of those guys are out uh for um for the nuggets right so mm-hmm. um you know he had a he's been having pretty good games here on the road on this road trip so far uh
0: give me one. Well, trying to pull it up give me one second um i'm seeing uh over 26 and a half. Yeah, yeah, so uh, that
1: might be something to look at, especially with a guy like Jokic who can get you 30, 40 easily per night. Um, You know, I don't think Jared Allen is a better interior defender, you know, uh, especially now that he's in the starting role with Drummond gone. Um, You know, 43 against Boston for Jokic, 33 against the Wizards. So um, the offense goes through Jokic and having those guys out, Martin, questionable, and then some of the other guys, I think, you know, it might be another Jokic night. so that 26 and a half seems a little short. Yeah.
0: Uh, any worries on Allen? He has seemed to step up. When he, at least he was on Nets, he stepped up big against Gobert and uh, some other uh, elite big men.
1: Yeah, I think that Allen might be a better paint defender versus a guy like in the post-up, but, you know, Jokic mm-hmm. is a guy that can step out and knock those jump shots down, and uh, he can knock down the three-point shot. He can, you know, step out for a 15-footer and knock that down also. So um, I- I'm not worried about Allen, right. against Jokic at least.
0: Yeah. yeah. Moving on, we have the Atlanta Hawks at Boston Celtics. Celtics right now at minus four. I'm seeing a line of 225, 226 or so. Uh, preseason, who would have guessed that these teams would be as close as they are? Yes, Boston is fifth in the East. And Atlanta is 10th. But there are only two games that separate them. Hawks have really struggled since DeAndre Hunter went down. And the Celtics can't seem to win without Marcus Smart. I'm seeing Jalen Brown is questionable tonight. So something to watch out for. Uh, Celtics are better at home, though. They're uh, 7-3 against the spread in their last 10 games. So if they are going to win, it's probably going to be at home. I'm leaning Celtics. But let's see if uh, what happens with Brown. Uh, Munaf, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, uh, this is that second game of the miniseries, right? Because uh, they just beat uh, Boston a couple nights ago, 122, yeah. 114, right? So, uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to
0: mention that. Yeah, no
1: worries. Um, I, I got to stay with the Hawks here. I think the um, you know, last game, Hawks outscored the Celtics inside the paint 60 to 44, and that was pretty much the ball game, right? And I thought that, you know, um, Trey Young was dropping, you know, three point shots in that game, but he was, well, yeah, he, he made four, but he was still 14 of 20 from the field. And a lot of those points came inside the paint for him. So, um, I'm going to stay with, uh, the Hawks tonight, especially if Jalen Brown is still injured or he's questionable. And, you know, like you said, without Marcus Smart, this team just, just has not been winning games and the guys outside of Jalen Brown and, um, uh, Jason Tatum, they haven't been getting much, and Kemba Walker has been struggling mightily these past couple games.
0: Yeah, any thoughts, though, uh, if Tice comes back? he looks like he's upgraded to probably didn't play in the last game. Is that going to affect... Uh, he's a little bit better paint defender. Not that big of a guy, but could yeah. he maybe deter some of those paint points a little bit? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. I, I didn't see that he missed the
1: last game, so... Uh, yeah, if he's back, you know I think that could have an effect on how many points they get inside the paint. But um, John Collins and Clint Capella last game combined for 44 points and 19 rebounds. So um, if he doesn't go tonight, I, I gotta stay with Atlanta. But uh, if Daniel Tyson's playing, there should be, like you said, you know there should be a better defensive effort in, at least inside the paint for the Celtics. All right, John, what do you got in this game?
2: Yeah, I like Clint Capella over 14 and a half points. Um, I I don't know if it's just me, but the Celtics just, I don't, they get dominated by centers and, you know, Capella already dropped 24 on them. So, you know, his, his last three games, he scored, you know, he's hit over on, on his points prop, I believe 24, 15, 24. So against a potentially smaller Celtics lineup, potentially
0: I like Clint Capella over. I like that. I'm seeing that at minus one twenty 120, uh, minus 122 on my book. Is that what you have, John? That is, for the yeah, odds. yeah. i got minus 122, yep. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, Keep out. watch out for Karin Capella. I do like him in this game as well. You're right. The Celtics do get dominated by big men this year. Moving on, we have Chicago Bulls at Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers minus eight and a half. I'm saying a total of 230. Chicago are uh, a great road team for whatever reason. They're eight and two against the spread in their last ten games on the road. Philadelphia are one and four against the spread in their last five games. They've been struggling, especially with that road trip they were on. Uh, but again, they are back home now. They are better at home. They're nine and five against the spread at home. Chicago hasn't lost a, a, a this is an interesting stat I saw on uh, Action Network, I believe. Chicago hasn't lost a road game by more than four points since New Year's Day. Uh, So I imagine they'll be able to hang with this big number even though I expect the 76ers to win. Munaf, what do you got?
1: Yeah, um, I think you hit the nail on the head with the Bulls, right? Naya over the season, uh, as an away underdog, they're 9-1 against the spread. Um, And these two teams are in the top 10 in pace, so we may may see a lot of points tonight um, in, in this matchup, but um, right now we're sitting at what eight and a half for the 76ers so I got to lean with the Bulls here tonight okay great uh, any props that you like yeah I was looking at a couple of props um, I got to stay with Embiid here tonight or yeah at least for tonight you know he's been playing really well in these past couple games um, for the Sixers uh, I'm not sure who's going to be able to contain uh, uh, Embiid inside I don't know if
0: is, yeah, Market yeah. is out. Uh, I mean, I guess Wendell Carter Jr. can get in front of him. It's just a yeah. big man, but outside of that, nobody. Yeah, and
1: um, so probably a points prop on him. And then um, Ben Simmons, over 31.5 points, rebounds, and assists combined. In his career against Chicago, he's averaging nineteen, close to a triple-double, 19 points, 10.5 rebounds, and 9.3 assists, so... That uh, might be something to also uh, look at. I'm gonna dig into that a little bit deeper, and I'll get it posted on the Slack if I get to get down on those two. And then Zach Levine, 28 and a half points over uh, uh, on his points prop tonight. Also, I feel like he scores more uh, on the road than he does at home. Uh, 27. He's averaging 27.6 on the road this season. So, uh, yeah, Zach Levine. Uh, Simmons, NMB, three props I'm looking at. So uh, if I do play one of those, I will get it posted on the Slack channel. Okay.
0: Uh, just to mention with uh, Ben Simmons, he missed the last game, but looks like he will be back tonight. He was out with a non-COVID-related illness, and he yeah. should have the ball in his hand more because Shaq Milton is still out. So they don't have anybody to come off the bench and be the playmaker as much uh, with him gone. Uh, so look for that. Although I know Curry, uh, Seth Curry has been taking on more of the playmaking. Uh, with at least he did in the last game with Ben Simmons out. Yeah. Um, and we should mention, on Wednesday was it Wednesday? You had Embiid over thirty or twenty nine and a half points. Yeah, I think it was the game against the Rockets where we like, barely squeaked on that. One. <laughs> oh, man. It was like four seconds left. We were all in the Slack channel. I and mean, if you're not on the Slack channel, get on there. But it's sg.pn oh, slash Slack, and you can join our Slack channel. And we were all on there really sweating, moon out specs spec, because we, we've been betting all of them. His props have been hitting at a crazy rate. And uh, the last four seconds, uh, he got fouled and went over that point prop. So that was exciting. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Uh John, what do you got in this game? Uh you know
2: I I'm a, I'm a UCLA bruin guy, so I I love Zach being here. Um he's so incredible this year, right? Um you know, averaging 28.5 points per game. Uh, I you know, Lunov did say his over under was 28.5. My yeah. my book has it at 29.5 and if it goes higher, I'm probably staying away, but at twenty nine point five, I'm still okay. He's averaged thirty points plus in five of six games, thirty five points plus in four of those games. So, he's incredible. You know, I'm I, the only way the Bulls are going to keep up is for Levine to kind of, I don't know, score those points right, keep them in the game.
0: Yeah. So, I'm seeing my book has it at twenty nine and a half too. Yeah,
2: twenty nine, twenty nine and a half, and it's at minus one hundred eight for me. But same.
0: Uh, cool. All right. Moving on to the Oklahoma City Thunder at the really struggling Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Bucks favored by 10 and a half, seeing a total of 231 and a half. I believe that's the highest total on the slate uh, today. Uh, Bucks on a five-game losing streak. They've been favored in every matchup except against Utah during that span. Uh, they've never had this bad of a losing streak since Budenholzer has been coached. Uh, Drew Holiday is still questionable. He's been out the last six games, so uh, you can tell that they really struggle when he's not there. Uh, That's going to be a big factor here, and I should mention off the top that Jake told me in our Slack channel, Jake Paquin, he is in here. Uh, The play that he's looking at is SGA over 20.5 points. It uh, seems too low to him. Uh, Do you agree, Munaf? Um,
1: Yeah, I mean... SGA is their best player, right? So if this team is going to go, it's going to have to be with SGA. Uh, Is this his first game back, or did he play against? uh, He did play against uh, Memphis last game, and he dropped 22 in that game. So, yeah, Milwaukee's really been struggling here, especially if Drew Holiday doesn't go. Uh, Obviously, I think uh, uh, Drew would be matched up on SGA, but uh, if Drew's not going tonight, I think he's out. Uh, I, I really like that. I think Jake hit the nail on the head on that one.
0: Yeah, I, I, you're right. I think that that is a big factor. if Drew is uh, there or not tonight uh, would be my only concern with Jake's prop. Um, any? Do you got to lean on this game or any other props you want to throw out there? Yeah, so just a couple things I wrote down on the notes. Uh, both of
1: these teams are top ten in pace this season so far. OKC eleven and four as away underdog. So um, you know they're not winning the games, but they're finding a way to cover, especially on the road here. So. With with especially Milwaukee's, against such big numbers right yeah and what's the spread tonight uh, it's 10 more than 10 right 10 and a, half, and a half yeah so um i like you know okc to you know cover the spread here tonight uh milwaukee during this five game losing streak they're giving up 121 points per game so if when they're missing their second best defensive player or possibly be their best defensive player it's it's taken a big toll on them here on the defensive side of the ball. So uh leaning thunder here plus the ten and a half and a player prop uh Giannis rebounds over twelve and a half. I think last game against uh the Thunder. They played a couple uh, nights ago. Um they actually won that game, did the Thunder 109 and Uh, Giannis dropped uh, a triple-double in that game, 24-17-10, so I'm going to say with that Giannis uh,
0: rebounds over 12.5 against uh, OKC tonight. Yeah, I like OKC too. I'm going to check out that Giannis prop. Uh, If anybody else has uh, leans or props uh, on this game or any others, please just request to speak. We'd love to get you in here, hear your picks as well. John, what do you have in this game?
1: I
2: love SGA, um, and that's kind of been more of a blind prop throughout the season here just on his either points or points total rebounds so I'll probably take the points total rebounds here today at 31.5 uh, minus 114 um, but I, I I've also liked Al Horford you know since his sixth game um, back so you know I like Al Horford at what's his point total 14 and a half points uh, one surprising thing is that since he's been back he's actually shooting. Forty-five percent from the, you know, the three-point line you know, or the arc, right? So, I thought that was pretty surprising. Uh, I don't terrific. really, I don't really see his uh, games a lot, I do watch it on GameCast, so I don't really notice, you know, the the stuff like that. But I do like Al Horford over fourteen and a half.
0: Is are you any concern uh, that his usage goes down on SGAs?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but. Uh, horfer has been pretty clutch lately, and so
0: I'd, I'd rather ride the trend until, you know, the trend
2: goes against me, you know, so.
0: Uh, yeah, he didn't play in the last game against Memphis and uh, only had struggled uh, against Portland before that. And He had 12, but uh, I guess he is due for a bounce back after resting last game. Moving on, we have uh, my Phoenix Suns minus three and a half at New Orleans Pelicans, seeing a total of 231. These two teams have already played twice this season. They've split the games, the home team winning both times. I am seeing that no Steven Adams tonight, and he's their best defensive presence in the paint. He had 13 rebounds in the last matchup and eight in the first matchup. Uh, He's averaging nine rebounds, leading uh, the Pelicans. So those rebounds got to go somewhere right at the top I'm taking DeAndre Ayton over uh 11 and a half rebounds he's averaging 12 and I don't see the anybody really to compete with to rebounds for him on the Pelicans side um you would think that Zion rebounds more but he's only averaging like seven or eight so I really like DeAndre Ayton to be a rebounding machine tonight uh Munaf any thoughts on that prop
1: yeah I didn't know Adams is out so thanks for pointing that one out um yeah, I I was saying that rebounds have to go somewhere, right? So um
0: DeAndre Ayton, like you mentioned, averaging um what, eleven and a half, you said? Uh he's averaging twelve, but it's oh uh, eleven and a half okay. uh, is yeah. the over under. Yeah, so I, I think this game will come down to uh
1: to rebounding. Um so I, I think Ayton at that number at eleven and a half, especially with Adams out, him being the biggest guy out on the floor, he should be able to um uh, to able to grab those rebounds, but at least for this game, uh, New Orleans is four zero as home underdogs this season. The Suns are two and five as away favorites, and um, you said the home team has split the first two matchups. So uh, I kind of lean with the Pelicans here tonight. Um, off plus a three and a half.
0: Yeah, um, New Orleans is one and four against the spread in their last five games, whereas Phoenix is six and one against the spread in their last seven. Something to keep in mind. I hear what you're saying, though, about yeah. the home versus road splits. I, uh, I think the Phoenix is going to be a little bit, uh, and again, this I'm a total homer, but I think they're going to be a little more focused after uh, getting a huge lead against the Nets the other night and then blowing it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought I went to bed thinking that Phoenix was going to win that game, and then I checked so in the morning, and um, you know that 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 that, that kind of yeah, that kind of deflated me because I had Phoenix uh, on our on our picks and then also for my season-long win total, so they kind of gave that one away. But, um, yeah, they might be a little more focused tonight uh, against this Pelicans team. So I think if they're able to contain either one of Zion or B.I., I think they have a shot at winning this game. All
0: right. Um, John, what do you got in this game?
2: Um, I like Mikel Bridges over one 1.5, made threes. It's a little juicy though. It's minus 156. So, Ooh. um, I think, I think Monty Williams is going to right the ship, so to speak, right? You know, that, that game was really hard to watch. You know, just like Ooh, last two was. minutes, it was just bad. I mean, I didn't have a side in that game. I just had, um, the total Phoenix total over 117 and a half, which, you know, following Munoz picks on Slack channel, you know, that's been money, right? So, but yeah, Mikela Bridges, uh, the, the Pelicans have been kind of giving up. Around eight to nine three points per game to small forwards. Michael Bridges, I need two. Can you do it? I think he can. Let's do it.
0: Um, what did you say that number was? Minus 156?
2: Minus 156,
0: yep. Wow. All right, cool. Um, moving on, we have – and I do like the over to hit tonight. I should mention that too because uh, while the Suns have been a good defensive team this year, the over has hit in four of their last five games – and uh, New Orleans is obviously an over-machine this season. Uh, All six of their last games have gone over. Um, Okay, we've got two more games to talk about. Just a reminder, uh, please go ahead and request to speak if you have any questions or want to throw out some picks or uh, any kind of futures or maybe some long shots. Love to hear them. Um, Oh, kind of a bit of a... uh, Teaser that I wanted to throw out in the last game. I do like uh, bringing down the Suns minus, uh, or adding four, so they'd be right about a pick em, And then also dropping uh, the total four points. And go ahead and make that a teaser on the Suns total and uh, Suns side. Uh, moving on, we have the Raptors minus two and a half at Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm seeing a total of 226 and a half. Uh, Last game, Minnesota surprisingly won uh, in Tampa Bay, a.k.a. New Toronto. Uh, Raptors were favored by 7.5 in that one, which is why it's such a short line tonight. Minnesota are 1-4 and since Cat returned, which is surprising. Um, That was the only game they did win against the Raptors since he's been back. Uh, Lowry is listed as out, and D'Angelo Russell is also out. Toronto has been hot. They uh, you know, beat the Bucks in their last two games, and uh, they're seven three against the spread in their last ten. Munaf, you have a side here.
1: Um, yeah, I think I'm going to stay with Toronto here tonight. Uh, even without Lowry, uh, I think the two wins that they got against the Bucks is we're probably going to look back and say, hey, that was probably the turning point for this Toronto team. Even though you know Bucks have been struggling when you when you beat the Eastern Conference favorite from the past two seasons, I think that's something that can kind of turn things around for you and kind of get that momentum on your side. So I'm going to stay with Toronto on the road here um, as a favorite. But a couple of tidbits for this game, um, I think you already hit the one with the cat coming back. They're one and four, four straight up mm-hmm. um, since he's returned. They're giving up 117 points per game in that span. So the. the the, at least on the defensive side, you know they get worse when Cat is back. And Toronto is twelve and five um, to the over as an away team. So um, Raptors team total might be another angle to look at here tonight.
0: What do you see that team total line at? Uh, give me one second. Let me pull that up uh, for Toronto. I see that one fourteen. Ooh, I like that. That's gonna be good. And you said yeah because Timberwolves are giving up one seventeen um, yeah. and. Toronto has been a lot. Even with Lowry out, they looked great, and they've just been offensive powerhouses the last team. Yeah, years. they have
1: enough. Yeah, they have enough guards like for to make up for Lowry's production, right? Van Vliet has been doing well this season. You still have Norman Powell, uh, Siakam. You know he's been playing well, and they got uh, Ananobi back last night, so uh, more than enough to pay, make up for the production of Lowry.
0: Yeah, I am not seeing. Uh, Player props listed for Toronto on my books. That must be because they're waiting for absolute confirmation if Lowry is out or not. Are you yeah. seeing any props? Yeah, same thing. I only see uh, Minnesota props. Okay, um, John, you got anything on this game?
2: Yeah, so I was—I I don't have anything in terms of any of the sides, but I was hoping to see OG and Anobi's rebound props. But like you guys said, I'm—I'm I'm not seeing any of the Toronto stuff. So um, if I I suspect it's going to be four and a half, five and a half, you know, rebounds. I like the over on that one. He's uh, if that's the case. uh, Yeah, he's been uh, he's been averaging uh, at least. Well, that's five point nine rebounds is what he's averaging in the season. Six point two in his last five, six point three in his last ten. So it's kind of in that area. So if it's about five point five, I'll take the over and and wait to see if that prop shows up.
0: Uh, Munaf, I like that. Thanks. Uh, Munaf, any thoughts on uh, Cat this game? Since the Raptors aren't able to defend in the paint very well, I mean Aaron Baines, like said, been a disappointment, and he had twenty points in the last game and eleven rebounds. Would you touch Cat here, or wait until he doesn't seem all the way back yet? Since he got back from COVID.
1: Yeah, I'm still waiting for it. I think it's. I think he was out for the full two weeks, um, because of COVID. And I'm so uh, yeah. I've been watching his stat box. And I'm still kind of waiting for him to kind of turn that corner. But the thing with Cad is, is that he's more of a jump shooting big man versus a guy that's going to get down to the post and you know make a move down on the block versus um, you know stepping out and knocking out those jump mm-hmm. shots. So if it was a guy that has a post game. Uh, a big man that has a post game, you know, like like a, like a Jokic or, or or like a Giannis that can get down on the block and make a move. Yeah, I would completely look at taking their player props. But right now, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Cat. I know he's dealt with a lot in the off season and with COVID now, so I'm not sure he's fully focused right now. I'm just kind of waiting for for him to kind of
0: um, um, kind of turn that corner and see the production that we're used to from him. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. They have his points, rebounds, and assists set at 37, which I don't think he's hit since he's been back. Uh, maybe once or twice. I'm seeing it hit twice, I guess, in the last six games. So, uh, But that just still feels too high, uh, yeah. especially as well as the Raptors have been playing mm-hmm. lately. Let's move on to our final game of the night. And again, if any of you want to jump in, and uh, throw out some picks or some best bets or player props tonight. Love to hear them. Uh, we've got the Jazz. I'm uh, seeing the line between minus two and a half and minus four at the Clippers. Seeing a total of 225 and a half. Um, it seems like Conley is questionable. Kawhi and Paul George are also questionable. So those are obviously three big question marks. Not seeing any player props on the Clippers' side right now because of that. Um, Munaf, any thoughts on this game other than just uh, auto betting on the Jazz? Yeah, I think if Obviously, the,
1: the 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 questionable guys with PG and Kawhi. I, I think if Kawhi and PG go tonight, I'm gonna I want to take the Clippers, but the line will have shifted at that point. Um, uh, it, it's hard to get bet against this Utah team right now, right? Because you'd be an idiot to bet against them when they've covered I don't know how many games in a row now. But um, this might be one of those nights where you know Clippers kind of you know get up for this game and and with Kawhi and their two best players back and and have a good game. But, you know, without knowing what's their status, I would probably still lean – I would lean with Utah without those guys, obviously.
0: Yeah. Um, Besides leaning towards Utah, I do like the under 225.5 as far as total. I'm seeing these two teams are both really – I mean, they're both great defensive teams, so they'll stop each other. And they're ranked 20th and 26th in pace. So I think it would be a slow – whether – whether the question guys are in or not, I think it'll be a slow-paced game. So I might lean under that total. Um, John, you have anything in this game? Yeah, just uh, riding with Utah here, more of a blind bet.
2: They won nine straight, so you know how can you not? So give me the yeah. Jazz.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going Jazz too. Another note that I wrote down is uh, people might want to start looking at grabbing the Clippers or maybe even the Suns to win that Pacific division since the Lakers have started struggling with a D out. Uh, you can still get plus odds on both of them. Obviously, the Suns are much more plus odds. But I do like them uh, going forward. I, I think the Lakers might start uh, playing a little slower and uh, maybe trying to rest LeBron a little bit. I don't know. I know he's going for MVP, but we'll see. So I still like those plus odds on the Pacific Division. Uh, Moonoff, any other thoughts? Thoughts on the uh, – any futures or maybe some best bet player props for tonight? I think we missed the Pistons and the Grizzlies game. Oh, I did. Um, did I miss it, though?
1: I mean, I was going to say it's that <laughs> uh, I loved uh, Jeremy Grant's over 23.5 points. I don't know. The market still hasn't adjusted to it. That might be the uh, play of the day tonight. Jeremy Grant's over 23.5. I mean, I don't know. He's averaging 25.5 points per game on the road. He dropped 43 last game. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I it doesn't make sense to me that the market hasn't adjusted. So, I, I'm going to be on Jeremy Grant again tonight. And I know we've been, as a Slack channel, we've been on that bed, uh all season long. So, Jeremy Grant
0: over 23 and a half points tonight. Absolutely. I do like that. So I I did miss this game. It's uh, Pistons at the Grizzlies. Grizzlies minus five. I'm seeing a total of 222. Uh, This opened with the Grizzlies minus eight, but quickly moved down to minus five. Uh, Detroit has been playing well without Rose and uh, Blake Griffin uh, with the younger guys really stepping up. They're four, one and one against the spread in their last six. But I still like Memphis here a little more with uh, Detroit is the uh, 25th uh, ranked defense. I think Memphis can put up some points. Um, but I do like that Jeremy Grant player prop. Uh, John, I know you've been a proponent of the Jeremy Grant player props this season. You got a thought on that?
2: All season long, and it's not going to stop today. Give me Jeremy Grant. Um, over twenty. It, it was over 22.5 early this morning. Now it's at 23, so... I don't mind that at all. I'm I'm writing Jeremy Grant.
0: Love it, love it. Um, and just to saw this in the discussion, uh, Boofer wrote that uh, Utah is 22 and seven against the spread this season. Yeah, they are just nuts. So uh, auto play Utah. I know that's been profitable for me. Um, went off anything else, or should we get out of here?
1: Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that, uh, like uh, off of what you were saying for Lakers. Uh, you know, if you're seeing LeBron at plus odds for his MVP, I would I would grab it um, earlier this week. Um, actually, last Friday, he was sitting at around plus 250 on one of my books. So I went ahead and grabbed that. I think at some places he always almost moved as, as the favorite at minus odds. So if anyone is seeing LeBron at plus odds on any of your books, I would go in and grab that uh, to, for
0: him to win the MVP this season. Yeah, it seems like the narrative is heavy in his favor right now.
1: Yeah, and he's playing really well, right? And he's come out and, like, we've seen in his post-game, post-game interviews that he's not getting tired and he, he's going to play every game. And, um, you know, he, he's coming out and playing hard. He's getting the points and and all that good stuff. So if he's able to get the Lakers into one of the top two seeds uh, in the Western Conference, especially without AD for an extended period of time here, um, I don't see why not he should get MVP this season
0: absolutely all right thanks man uh thank you everybody for joining us today uh we will be back Uh, make sure to subscribe to nba gambling podcast on apple and spotify we'll be back with a new episode on monday we'll be back on tuesday on locker room at 5 p.m eastern Standard time 2 p.m pacific time for another one of these live uh listener call in or whatever you want to call it uh, thanks to off and Jong for giving me lots of great picks. And uh, everybody, good luck this tonight and this weekend on your picks.
1: Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it. Get... Basketball, give me, give me, give me.